podcast that pulls back the curtain on the songwriting process. I'm Laura Catherine Gilbert. I'm Brian David Gilbert. And I'm Karen Hahn. Should old acquaintance be forgot, y'all? It's finally, <laughs> as I always say, should all the acquaintances we have be forgot right now, we're getting out of 2020. We it's, are. It's, mm-hmm. We're knocking on the door and sure enough, baby 2021 is about to open that door up and be like, hey, come on in. We've got uh, still probably a pandemic for a few months. But the and- bar is like really low. That's that's true. That is the thing. It's extremely low. Because we'll have a new president mm-hmm. at least. And we're used to the pandemic now. <laughs> yes. yes. And people have been reported as working on vaccines. Yeah. Yes. So that's all yeah. good stuff. Yeah. It kind of reminds me whenever I had to like, um, there were there were a few times in high school that I had to like, skip morning classes just because I like had screwed up so much and like didn't was too stressed and had to do homework in the morning and my mom would just be like Brian I don't feel like dealing with you right now just like go in after period three so you don't have to do this what this this happened at one point Laura also was shocked um, to know this (laughs) I what was happening after Patrick and I left for college everyone where did the rules go what is this mom (laughs) being like oh I'll drive you in at 10 40 in the morning what is going it was it was I could specifically think of one only one time when I was like so like in tears stressed about it and my mom at that point had fully given up on being a good parent and being like you know you are required to go to school right now that she was just like you know what fuck it Brian like stay home for until after period three which is when your essays do and then like you'll you'll tune it you'll turn it in tomorrow and like that's we'll we'll just work through it which I I I think was a great thing I stand by that because it obviously benefited me a lot but um what i what i mean to say here <laughs> is that the problem was that one day that i did this i ran into my teacher after that happened right because i was still in school at the oh, last school, bit of that yeah. day um and he was like oh brian you were in oh? class today and i just was like i was on the toilet all morning and he was like okay <gasps> i've been there I said I that is okay that makes for me that makes this okay that you have earned that because you had to at age you know 14 or 15 say to a teacher I was on the toilet all morning which I would rather (laughs) die than say it was it was the so this was the thing this is the thing that I learned at that moment was that I was like if I tell Mr. Parson that I was just pooping my pants all morning long okay Uh, I guess there's no alternative because like when you're a girl you can say I have my period and no male teacher will ever question you that's so true this is if you if you are if you're still in school right now okay if you're in school and you're listening to this podcast i'm telling you go for the poop excuse because no teacher is going to question it after that okay do just do your homework homework. but if you can't do your homework 
do uh, pretend you had diarrhea oh. because it really does it clear it like immediately he was just like oh man I've been there and then he didn't want to talk to me at all for the rest of the time <gasps> and it was like wow what I can do in order to lower my teacher's expectations is say that I've been evacuating my bowels all morning <laughs> and embarrass myself and then yeah. the next then they don't expect as much from me and that's what I'm saying is 2020 was just a, a great terrible poop of a year oh my God. and we can now Evacuation. move on and everything else will be better from here on out all right I like I like the overall metaphor here but yeah. also like try not to slack in school like everyone yes. has bad days and sometimes you'll be really really stressed out but you shouldn't your number one strategy shouldn't be I'm gonna make my <laughs> teachers expect that all I'm gonna do is poop. Like that shouldn't yeah. be the baseline. That <laughs> also, you don't don't you don't have to you don't have to f make it actually happen. That's another dangerous move, right? You don't want to like actually go in the the like trying to eat something bad so you'll be sick. Yeah, no, don't do that. Just say oh, no. just say that you've been pooping all day and you're set for the rest of the the time. But agree, yeah, yeah. just lie. Just lie. <laughs> what Karina says is be a good student. What Brian yes. says is lie about your bowels. I think if the moment, if it happens to you, if you, let's say it's 1045 on a Tuesday night and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this homework. Have the moment where you're like, okay, is it more painful for me to stay up another hour and a half and do the homework? Or do I want the alternative of looking my history teacher in the eye and saying <laughs> and insinuating to him a lie, number one, which I hate, and the mm -hmm. lie being a bowel lie. That <laughs> it sounds so terrible to me that I would just be like, I'll just stay up. I'll just stay up mm -hmm. and I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. If you have a good teacher and you tell yes. them, I'm having a really hard time. Yes, I need an extension so on my true. homework. Yep. That is an acceptable thing to do. That is especially good. Teacher, when you're in high school. Extension. Right, mm -hmm. where they see that you're a human and you're not, you know, you know, like yes. you can mm -hmm. have, that's. And, oh. and Mr. Parson was a wonderful teacher. I will say amazing. that. Mr. Parson I was a really... great, great teacher. Really wonderful. Did great in world history. Also did have to lie to him about pooping. And, mm -hmm. but it was, it was one of those moments where, again, it was like, this is my shame. And my shame is that I didn't do my homework, but I'm going to express my shame as a different sort of shame, which is that I was in the toilet all day long. A shame for um, a shame. And it, it uh, yeah, you had to, to trade shames. You yeah. have to, you have mm -hmm. to be willing to commit to that if you're going mm -hmm. to skip school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, what's our thing that we were talking <laughs> about? Well, actually, it's, let it all out. It's weirdly yeah, like on, on theme. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is let it all out. Uh, yeah, I thought I, I asked this one just because I thought, you know, again, it's the new year. And right now, I think we need a little catharsis. We need to just ex just say, you know, ugh, I got to express myself and just be like, hey, here's the shit that I've been dealing with. And uh, and I, I think there have been a lot of good tweets that had a similar sort of vibe to that. I have a scale of seven tweets mm. that I really liked. I'm just going to go through them. Ooh. Yes. And we'll, we'll go from there because they're all sort of connected in Please. well i think because it's they're all based on the same suggestion anyway the first one is the shortest one and most succinct one from number one lark scene apologist at straw bapple a 101 gex <laughs> okay, okay just let that right. marinate for i'm gonna a second. think about that yeah. i'm glad mm -hmm. you started with that because i do need a few minutes to process <laughs> okay second one from dr fuck i can't I don't have we cussed on this podcast, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, we have now. Dana Her we 98. Are, it. It's my sleepover and I'll decide if we watch small soldiers or not. <laughs> Number three from Taylor Ledane at T Ledane screaming into the void of night and receiving a response. 
Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I thought was funny because everyone is screaming right now. Yes. Yes. And four from Gurmangaro at Gremlins Wrath, I finally gra- gathered enough courage to break my haunted mirror that I pretended yeah. was a regular <laughs> mirror, releasing the thousand souls who have kept waiting, which I felt was fitting for like scream response, you know, because totally. they're, they're all going to scream when they come out. Yes. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Five from Nate at Five Seal Party, tits to the wind. I mm. saw this one. <laughs> it's straight it's straightforward isn't it? yeah yeah the, it, the picture is like right there like it's, mm. yes mm-hmm. six for matt atkinson at matagami fearlessly going out to get the mail still in my pajamas yeah mm-hmm. and the last one from health and wealth wealth and hell being at cinnamon shakes it's the season finale of my life's anime and my backstory my training and my powerful bonds of friendship are about to combine like never before <sighs> all of those are my tweet package for this episode That's that i'm put before you all it's a good That's, and well-rounded tweet package yes yeah <laughs> speaking of uh, just jumping off that last one laura you've been watching haikyuu haven't you i have been watching haikyuu yeah and uh-huh. i'm learning so much about volleyball because i'll say this about this show it does an incredible job of giving exposition that i absolutely need exposition not just about the characters and their backstories but about the mechanics of volleyball which i thought i understood oh. but i never have um there's that something... was gonna be my follow-up question <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, uh, so i yeah. thought you already knew this stuff <laughs> yes so did i and i was shocked <laughs> to find out how much i did not know there's a position in volleyball called the libero and this is a position that it's kind of like This person just comes in occasionally because they're really good at diving and making sure the ball doesn't hit the ground by putting their hand Mm. underneath it, which is called pancaking, which is another thing I've learned from Haikyuu. Wow. Anyway, I've learned, and that is the job where it's like being on, uh, to make a sports metaphor that I'm unqualified to make because I don't really understand that much about baseball. (laughs) Don't worry, none of us can call you out on it. Yeah. Okay, so in baseball, I don't know what the rules are, whether you can just be like the batter, like maybe you're bad at catching and throwing, but you're really good at hitting the ball. So let's say Mm -hmm. that is allowed, but I'm not sure that it is. I think you have to do many things, but let's say it is allowed. Oh, we're getting a, a nod from Jonah who thinks that it might be allowed. And and I think Jonah's our sports boy on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, of all of us most qualified to talk mm-hmm. about sports, it's oh. our producer who does not speak on this podcast. Yes. So that seems like what the Libero is, is, is they come in and they do their one thing really well. And then they just, they don't, when it's not their time, they go out. They just are good at one nice. thing in the sport. Mm-hmm. That's good to have. I'm glad that you know a, a lot about this. I feel like the thing that is like so important about sports anime, and we haven't, uh, Karen and I haven't watched much sports anime. Mm-hmm. We have watched Chihaya Furu, which is, I guess, a sports anime, but it's about a weird card game. Yeah. Um, and but it's a similar sort of thing where what all you want is that that perfect blend of the skill going up and also the friendships going yeah, yes. up, and yes. and then suddenly you're also fighting against the one person you've been meaning to fight against this entire time, and it's that culmination, and it's yeah. just the perfect last moment it's and very I think satisfying that's yeah i way so more satisfying good. than real sports because when i see real sports which i don't often seek out real sports to see but if i'm seeing it i don't know how their friendships are i don't know if it's been a struggle for them to get to this point where they can work together Aww. as a team i that's like true. to know that it's been anyway yeah you well have that to. seems based on my interaction with the people who do care about real time real life sports that does seem to be a big part of what the appeal is like hmm. you get to know the players that you like and how they feel about like how they get along with their teammates and stuff and like mm. what the drama is and what the drama like is yeah. It's, yeah it's really it's kind of like tiger beat right it's a similar <laughs> sort of vibe for real sports fans mm-hmm. is that they want to they want the drama like yeah. i know i you know friends that i have at SB Nation they have a whole series that's all about beefs 
that's beef <laughs> history. And like, I have watched those videos before, not knowing a single thing about any of the sports or the people related. But as soon as they're like, these two people hate each other, I'm like, I'm locked in. I want to <laughs> know what's going on with yeah. these two. What they got angry at each other because they met each other at a charity event and one of them didn't shake hands with the other person. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. I am signed up. Wow. Sports. I want to, sorry, to go back to your your very first, I feel like I finally processed the original tweet you said. 101 Mm -hmm. Gex. 101 Uh Gex. I think 100 Gex is maybe the closest band equivalent to epitomizing letting it all out. Um, They're not necessarily a screamo band. They're Mm -hmm. very interesting impossible to label sort of thing but once you listen to them you you first listen to them and you say mm, I'm, I'm not sure if this is for me and then you hear a song at the right moment in your life and you think okay this might be for me right now because I needed to hear these people yelling about a stupid horse it's just in- like a lot it's just a okay, lot I have to confess that I'm a seeing now that I think I've missed. There's a band whose name is a hundred gex. Is that, or yes. what is that? Okay. <laughs> because when I originally read that tweet, it was delightful to me because I thought what the person was saying and I did not understand how it related to the suggestion, but I liked it. I thought they were saying 101 and then abbreviating the word gecko and they oh. were just saying 101 <laughs> gex. Mm-hmm. Um, but so what's a hundred gex? What, what kind of music do let me see. I, I you just have to listen to a okay. song I'll, at some point, Lara. Okay. All, but but what I'll say though is having it be 101 gex does make me think about 101 Dalmatians. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the experience of if we were to talk about geckos, right? Like having 101 of them is too much. It, no, wait, 100. I mean, I agree with that. It's too many geckos. Where would you Karen keep them is- all? Uh, Karen is giving the the cutoff motion to me. (laughs) This one just made me laugh because I don't, um, but it's from at Sup It's Milo. Open the gates. It's time for slugs. (sighs) It made me me laugh because slugs are one of those creatures that you don't see them rushing through gates. If you open the gates, Mm -hmm. you still have probably 45 minutes to an hour before any slug crosses a threshold into whatever the gate is guarding yeah definitely but what if you had a lot of slugs (laughs) so it's more like a dam situation not necessarily when they say gate i'm thinking like 40 foot tall gate and you open it up and it's just slugs and they just tumble out right right that's that's the that's the image i have in my brain it would still be sort of a a slow and sort of sludgy descent but um yeah, yeah, I was like, they don't, they stick to each other is they what stick. I would assume yeah. would happen. They wouldn't just fall. Yeah. But wasn't there also, like, one time, like, historically, wasn't there <sighs> a situation where a molasses flood, like, ruined a town and killed people? Like, in a not very funny sort of situation, but there was not a moment where in, like, Maine or something, there was a molasses break where, like... You could be Googling this uh, right now. I will Google it right yeah, now. Yeah, you yeah, guys like talk to... amongst yourselves while okay. I... While I yeah, it was the Boston molasses, the Great Molasses Flood of Boston. The the Boston molasses disaster is wow. another term for it. Oh my gosh! Uh, and sure enough, thirteen thousand ton short tons, <gasps> so twelve thousand tons of molasses burst, uh, and then it rushed through the streets at an estimated thirty five miles Whoa. an hour. Wow! So if if you think about that with slugs, oh, here's the boy. thing: the the molasses is one mass of very congealed liquid, yes. right? Yeah. But the slugs is a bunch of discrete tiny slugs that are stuck onto each other. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like it's one, 
each wave. one of those little ones is exerting its own like sticky power. Yes. As oh, opposed yes. to the forces of gravity and physics exerting itself on All one right. liquidy mass. So it's kind of know? maybe like closer to a megazord vibe right where all of the slugs have become one mega slug mm-hmm. yeah yeah rat yeah, yeah. king a rat Rea- king of slugs yeah. i think that's an important distinction right because they are pieces of a of a gelatinous whole it's not just one one substance mm-hmm. yeah. they and there's a skin on top of them okay they're not yeah just they're not just mm-hmm. yeah yeah I would love to see the fluid dynamics of slugs. If anyone is smart enough to to physically uh, figure that out for us, that would be really great. Are they are they like one muscle? Is that what's up with them? Yeah. What, like, what's the maybe bone they're not actually liquidy? Of, are they? Yeah. Do they have? There's um, probably at least like two or three bones up in what there, is right? Bone? Or is the heart just like a squishy thing inside their squishy package? I hope not, because then I, the heart could be sliding all around. Uh, uh, slugs bodies are I'm on the Wikipedia page. Okay, now. thank you. Okay, slugs great. bodies are made up of mostly water mm-hmm. um and they generate mucus to survive, which is why they we think of them as being so wet. Okay. Mm. Um well, that's I feel like more than I have ever wanted to know about <laughs> slugs. I think I've, in terms of slug physiology, I've learned a lot today. I feel like though maybe they're mostly made up of water in the same way that like people are made up of water cuz yeah. they do have like a big they have like the, the suction thing on the bottom and they have like a they have what is called a tail. Okay. So yeah. they got like muscles up and soft tissue up in that biz. Okay. Yeah, I feel like all of my original idea of what slugs were was probably based off of like wasn't a thing in like Fern Gully, wasn't there like a weird squiggly slug <laughs> sort of creature? Uh, or some sort of child, children's animated movie that like there was a bad guy that was a small little slug. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe I'm maybe I'm forgetting. This is the most I've most thought that I've ever given to yeah. same. I now have the like a, a Google image search of some slug anatomy pictures and mm-hmm. even creatures that look like boogers are complicated inside is what I've yeah. what I've decided <laughs> based on yeah. this. Twenty twenty one is the year we all learn about slugs. This is yeah. gonna be the time. I've got two tweets yeah, um, let's, okay. that I'll talk about. I'll talk about the first one first because I can almost guarantee you. I'm sorry. That- I just realized I'm, I'm being told by this page that uh, carry slugs and they're the only type of slug that do this, do like an armadillo thing when they are alarmed. They have what is called an alarm response posture where they just curl up into a little circle. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what Frank, kind of slug is that called? Hang on. Let me, let me copy paste this into yes, our this. Discord chat currently. It. It's a carry slug. Okay. Okay. Okay, I put <gasps> it in the chat. It does yes, that. Yes, I see. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Oh, I, I could just... I could find that thing cute. Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay, anyway, sorry. What What is your tweet? Okay, so yeah, <laughs> I've got two tweets. Uh, I've got them back to back because I can almost guarantee you that... Um, both of you will not be on board with the first one, but I think I'm I'm 100% on board with the first one. Um, it is from at Nose TB, taking a bottle opener to a lava lamp and having a well-deserved chug. Now, I'll tell you why I like this one. It's because I, as a child, definitely was tempted by the fact that I was like, if they if if they wanted to, they could have closed this all up. They didn't want to just put like an exact bottle cap Mm -hmm. on the top of it. Mm -hmm. So they say don't drink it. But can we be sure? It's formatted like a drink. 
It does yeah. look it's yeah. in a bottle Tasty. shape. It's in a bottle you know? shape. And yeah. I think there's a lot of, I mean, obviously like Tide Pods and everything. Like there's a, the forbidden treats of the world that, you know, society tells you you can't it's eat. It's just that impulse of if it looks really colorful or yeah. it smells really fruity, I'm yeah. going to want to eat it. Like totally. I think we talked about the shampoo that was in the fish bottle mm-hmm. pre- previously yes. on this podcast, mm-hmm. haven't yep, we? we? sure have. Mm-hmm. But it's like that thing where it's like, I wanted to eat that. Like yeah. it smelled like candy. I wanted yes. it. Obviously you shouldn't drink no please lava don't do that. Mm, no but if someone could figure out a way to make them edible mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool yeah that's yeah. all i all i'm saying is that there's that that kind of hope that dream in my heart that's like man one day it would be nice to just like sit down crack open a hot one you know, I feel like you could do it, but not in a way where you could continuously keep it on your shelf and decide when you were going to eat it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's it like so you, true. that would yeah. have to be something you went to a bar and ordered and you looked at it and you said, whoa, you took a picture of it for your Instagram and then you yeah. ate it. Right and then you had, like, you yeah. could right. not really you could not lug it, it in in your in your yeah. bedroom for exactly. a few months and then be like waiting for the day that this is yeah. um, what I yeah, no, that I agree with you. I'll, I'll, I'll move on to my second one. <laughs> which is from at real Mason Novak, and it is CC'd my boss. And that was another one I flagged, yeah. So good. This is so good, and I love it because it's like, it doesn't explain all of it, but there have definitely been times that it's like either you're dealing with someone that is like not listening to you at work, and Mm -hmm. so you CC the person above them, Mm -hmm. so that way it's like, Hi, I'm in a very sweet way talking to you, the person that I'm having an issue with. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, your boss is watching. Mm -hmm. All right. And it's like this moment is, I think, a a thing that we all need to do. Like, I think working from home this year has had. (laughs) Yeah. Narking. Number one, we should all become snitches. Uh, But more importantly, number two, we all have to just be like working from home right now. Like it's been a tough year for everyone. And I think that there's an important way for us to just be like, if you're worried about CCing your boss, just fucking do it, right? Yeah. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Uh, well, probably like they there, could fire I, you. I, yeah, but the, but other than that, too. like, I think there's a lot of things that, it doesn't even matter if it's your boss. I want that same sort of vibe for everything you do. Not in like a, let me talk to your manager sort of way, but mm. just being like, no, I deserve this. And so I'm going to buy this extra chip that I want at the place. There are two things that I want to say and follow up. Number one, yes. generally, and I feel like this is a street rule that everybody knows, I'm generally pretty anti-narc and anti-snitch. Mm-hmm. But since beginning to work in places that have unions, mm-hmm. I've discovered that narking and snitching is actually pretty good if you are doing it on your boss. It's more, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say, if it's if it's for labor practices, yes. if it's yes. for like, should narc. if you need, for if your union. everyone unionize, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's very good mm-hmm. to have, uh, to have yeah. people to talk to and mm-hmm. to be like, hey, oh, you're also being forced to work six extra hours every day? We we need to do yeah. something yes. about this. Yeah. But my second follow-up is, is this a let it all out vibe? Because I agree that this is a good feeling when you can see your boss and be like, I'm doing everything right. It's this person who's messing up. Please take a look and mm. you will see that I'm doing mm-hmm. everything right. Mm-hmm. But it feels more like vindication to me. Yeah. Okay. Or it doesn't feel like, like a cathartic thing. Right. It's a little bit like of a an agile move to try to get mm-hmm. validation as opposed to like an explosion of like a release. What if it's 
you're applying to a different job and you CC your current boss. How about that? Let's just change the fiction. Do you one remember when I was turn. when I had to ask for letters of recommendation for my current job? And I was like, what if I asked my editor? And you were like, you probably can't do that. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, of, of all people to ask a recommendation for, the, your current boss that you're yeah. leaving, probably not a great idea. Yeah. But but I, I do think that there's a part of that where it's like, I'm leaving this job now. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I'm going to let you know it's right now. It is a mic drop. Okay, Mm -hmm. and this makes me think, okay, so to bring it back around to the idea of the year ending, right? Um, We're excited. We're writing our opening letter to 2021 and we're CCing 2020. So it knows exactly Mm -hmm. how thrilled we are to be leaving it. Like- I don't know what that sounds like as a song, but that that seems like a sentiment that we are we're dancing around here. In terms of the audio vibe, that's why I brought up 101 Gex because I do feel like we could do something in that vibe and pr- mm. basically incorporate all the ideas we've talked about so far just because their songs are so much nonsense. Yeah, a 100 mm. Gex, uh, granted, uh, you listen to that music and it's so like complex that's uh, even true. though like it seems like oh yeah i could make that music but i think it's gonna be hard to make <laughs> i think it's really cool because it sounds like even though and i'm saying this remember having not heard a single song but for the based on the way that you guys are speaking it sounds like something we've never done like a departure from the Absolutely other songs not. we've done which i love to throw jonah a curveball a challenge let's see <laughs> yeah. what, let's, let's let's see what this boy can do on the open road giving him a <laughs> a, a new a new challenge yeah this is definitely as far as we go. I was like originally, you know, writing this. I was like, oh, are we going to end up with like a metal song? Are we going to end up with like a pop punk song? I was like, those two things Jonah can do. A hundred gex. This is new territory. 2021. I'm CCing my boss on every email that I send. I put a kiss emoji in the sign off at the end. They can be about my work or just playing pretend I don't mean to be mean but I didn't mean to condescend Just can't wait to crack open a hot one with the boys Throwing back a lot of life is one of life's great joys I really hate that people only think of them as toys Feel the flow, touch your clothes, and we make a lot of noise I told you that I was not a slug I have never been less sure of a song and leading into this ending part. (laughs) 
Like normally, <laughs> like full disclosure to is that what we do is we record this ending bit before we actually write the mm-hmm. song. And usually yes. I have a basic concept of how it's going to turn out. This time, boy, oh boy, I what you just listened to was either the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world, which could have also been the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a fun surprise. What a fun way to end the year. <laughs> it's a great way. You know what? I've, this is what I needed. I needed something that was a little less... In this in this year of uncertainty, I needed to create my own uncertainty for myself, right? It's just a good way to end 2020. Yeah, it I is. agree. Fitting. Fitting, at least. Yeah. Very fitting. We're just trying something new. In the final few days. <laughs> and yeah. it's going to be great because this is all we're going to do in 2021. So what you just heard, oh. buckle up. This is the oh. rest of the podcast from here on out. And I oh. uh, hope you enjoyed it because we definitely... <laughs> We're definitely only doing this from here on. <laughs> oh my lord! Which means, I guess, I suppose, I should tell you now that if you want, if you want to purchase any of our songs pre this new era, which Brian has just decided, <laughs> we're doing only this from now on. Um, mm-hmm. You should go to our Bandcamp. Let's make a music.bandcamp.com. Our songs are there, available for purchase. We've just released our first new EP. We're so excited to share the songs with you. And um, if you like them and you want to purchase them, that supports us directly, and we would just be mm-hmm. so grateful. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can find the show on Twitter at Let's Make a Music, where we will occasionally ask for suggestions for song titles, which you have just heard us discussing in order to create a new song. All you have to do is follow the account. And then when we ask for a suggestion, drop in a title suggestion that you think fits the theme. And the last way you can support us is just by telling your friends about us. We work best by word of mouth, uh, which is how we live and die. And uh, the other way is by if you rate us in Apple Podcasts, that would be super, super wonderful uh, because that helps us out, too, since we've, you know, I mean, I guess we're now at what? This is our eighth episode. I feel like I'm at this part where I'm still like in the honeymoon phase of it. But no, we've been around for eight episodes, so it's, it's no longer we're no longer fresh faced and coming out but but it's still very kind if you will uh give us some a rating on that and you can also support us directly on our individual accounts lara is on instagram at lk gilbert karen is on twitter at karen y han and i'm on instagram and twitter at brian gilbert <laughs> look i i feel like there's nothing else for us to say at the end of this episode because again we're so 100 certain that this is our new uh-huh. vibe that's so, right 100 um, gex Certain. 100% yeah. certain, 100 gex. Let's make music. <laughs> 2021. I can't wait to get sued by 100 gex. Uh, this was, uh, you know, it's worth it in the long run.